0: chapter four of the cowardly Lion of oz by ruth Plummy thompson this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter four mustafa's mandate there was a moment of absolute silence following notta's disclosure with his lion body and clown head he presented an amazing and ridiculous appearance nothing like this had ever been seen in mudge and the mudgers simply gaped with astonishment steady now bob whispered the clown putting his lion paw around the little boy all we have to do is to be polite rule too you know mustafa was the first to recover not a lion cried the monarch of mudge hoarsely how dare you disappoint me like this Did you hear that, Tassie Panny, Mixtappa, all of you? He says he's not a lion. A sob of rage choked Mustafa's voice. I apologize for not being a lion, said Notta in a polite, slightly shaky voice. Ten thousand pardons. Ten thousand puddings, screamed Mustafa furiously. Puddings, by all means, if your highness prefers them. Corrected Nada hastily. I told you there were no more lions in Mudge, wheezed Tazzywaller with a triumphant glance at Panopy. I knew it wasn't a lion all along. Well, what is it then? asked Mustafa angrily. The little fellow's a boy of some kind, but this other. He waved scornfully at the poor clown. "'A wizard, Your Highness,' hissed Panopi. "'A wizard, that's what he is.' "'Now don't call me names,' begged Notta, extending the front paws of his disguise. "'I'm Notta.' "'Not a wizard, I suppose,' said Tassie Waller scornfully. "'Why don't you ask him how he got here?' sighed Mikstuppa, reasonably enough. "'Notta stared curiously at the large head of Mikstuppa, wagging through the blue curtain.' Perhaps here was someone who would understand politeness. Madam, your highness, gracious and lovely lady,' began the Clown with a deep bow, "'we fell into this charming country through no fault of our own.' "'Well, it wasn't our fault. We have no faults here,' snapped Mustafa ungraciously. "'How did you get past the lion enclosure?' demanded Panopi how do you explain this being a lion one minute and a creature of another sort the next well there is something very queer about it admitted notta rubbing his forehead in a puzzled way one minute bob and i were in a circus doing a bit of a trick and-i knew it was a trick exclaimed Panopy triumphantly he admits it silence cried mustafa who was beginning to enjoy the recital "'You were in a circus. Tassie what is a circus?' "'It's a show,' explained Notta hastily, for he could tell by the puzzled faces of the mudgers that they had never heard of such a thing. And we were in it. I put Bob on my shoulders and shouted a silly rhyme, and in a flash he was gone. I shouted again, and I'm gone too.' "'Gone where?' asked Mustafa, rubbing his chin. "'To here.' replied Notta, gazing about him uneasily. Funny how a little verse could carry us so far. He recited, Udge budge, go to mudge, udger budger, I'm a mudger. No sooner had he done so than Mustafa sprang into the air, and all the mudgers began roaring with fright and fury. He's discovered the secret of mudge, shrilled mustafa pulling out a handful of his whiskers how dare you use our own privately patented particular magic transformation formula now you'll be wishing all sorts of people into the country he's a wizard screamed panopy i told you he was a wizard twist his tail off with his head throw him to the lions wait uh, uh, let me explain pleaded the clown but his voice was drowned in the angry hubbub. Then, all at once, a gong at the back of the tent rang thunderously. Mustafa, who had already seized the tale of Notta's disguise, paused. So did the others. On a platform at the other end of the tent stood Tassiewaller, thumping the gong with all his might. The noise was so terrible that even Notta and Bob, frightened though they were, had to cover their ears. Not until Mustafa ran to the little platform and commanded Taziwaller to stop did the awful clangor cease. "'What do you mean by this impertinence?' panted Mustafa, seizing Tazi's arm. "'It was the only way I could get your attention,' said Taziwaller, calmly. "'I have something important to say—about lions,' he finished meaningly well what is it puffed mustafa eagerly be quiet he called to the mudgers who were again closing in on notta and bob that person cried tazzywaller with a wave toward notta is undoubtedly a wizard instead of snatching off his head which will be of no use to us even as an ornament why not compel him to serve us he's a wizard Or he would not be in mudge well then let him go to the emerald city and bring back the cowardly lion mustafa stared at his former chamberlain in amazed admiration then flinging both arms around his neck hugged him almost to suffocation next instant he had clapped his hands and issued a dozen orders to his many little servitors At the first, the shouting mudgers retired backward from the tent. At the second, Panopy also retired, leaving Bob and Notta alone with Tassie and their Majesties. Outside, the marching and counter-marching of the Blue Guard could be heard as they surrounded the Royal Tent. "'The rules aren't working at all well, Bob,' breathed Notta anxiously. "'Bob said nothing.' He just clutched the clown's hand a little tighter, and stared at Mustafa in open-eyed wonder. <laughs> "'Now then,' chuckled the monarch of Mudge, "'now then, my handsome wizard, what do you call yourself?' "'Natta,' began the clown, resolved to be polite as long as possible. Not a bit more.' "'Natta!' coughed Mustafa opening his eyes wide. "'That doesn't sound like a name. It sounds like—' "'A joke,' put in the clown with one of his broad smiles. "'A little joke on me. You see, it is meant to be funny.' "'Well, it doesn't amuse me at all.' Mustafa stared solemnly into the clown's face. "'Why are you so white? And why is his hair—' Mustafa jerked his thumb at Bob—' so red?' For the same reason that Your Majesty's whiskers are blue," replied Nata, promptly. Mustafa did not quite like this answer. "'Your business?' he inquired next. "'I suppose you deny being a wizard?' "'Oh, absolutely,' said Nata. "'But my business, if Your Majesty insists, is fun. I make people laugh and thus prolong their lives.' "'A funny business,' sniffed Mustafa, with a puzzled look at Tassie Waller. "'Well, you will have to make me laugh to prolong your life. "'And the only thing that makes me laugh is lions.' "'Lions?' Nata wrinkled up his forehead. "'I'm afraid lions are not in my line at all. "'You see, I didn't work in that part of the show.' you pretended to be a lion interrupted mustafa sternly and you have proved yourself a wizard so unless you can capture the cowardly lion of oz and bring him back to mudge you shall be thrown into the lion reservation whereby nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine lions will tear you to bits do you agree tear me to bits gulped the clown oh, my father often said i'd go to the dogs but he never dreamed i'd be thrown to the lions uh, say is this cowardly lion very fierce instead of answering mustafa handed him panopy's lion book saying you may read that while i make preparations for your journey smiling almost pleasantly The monarch of Mudge linked his arm through Tazzywaller's and disappeared behind the blue curtain at the back of the tent. Mixtapa also drew in her head, and Bobup and Notta were left alone. "'Isn't it time to run?' asked the little boy anxiously. He had never in his whole life heard so much about lions. But Notta put his fingers to his lips and shook his head. ''No use,'' whispered the clown, the tent surrounded. ''We must pretend, my boy, pretend we are going to hunt this cowardly lion. Then, once out of the country, we'll take the first train home.'' He sat down on a huge cushion and began turning the pages of the lion book. Bob Up looked curiously over his shoulder they were both quite interested in the description of the cowardly lion and princess dorothy when mustafa came whirling back he was followed by a small mudger servant with three white packets upon his head here said mustafa with a wave at the packets are provisions for three days travel straight north until you reach a yellow brick road and follow that road till you come to the emerald city there you will find the Cowardly Lion." "'But see here,' began Notta, who had been doing some quick thinking, "'why does not Your Majesty transport this line to Mudge by the magic verse?' <clears throat> "'For a wizard,' sniffed Mustafa. "'you are astonishingly stupid. That verse only transports people, and one must touch the person.' well then why not send some of your valiant tribesmen to capture him i i am a stranger here and have never captured a line in my life because it is written in the book of mudge that any mudger leaving his country will lose his head droned mcstuppa thrusting her turban through the curtain and if you take my advice you will go at once all this arguing keeps me awake and when i'm awake i lose my temper and when i lose my temper other folks lose their heads and when that-i'll go sighed notta seeing that no sense at all was to be had from this ridiculous pair he stepped out of his lion disguise and rolling it up into a small bundle thrust it into his trouser leg Next, he slung the three packets around his neck and, taking Bob's hand, declared himself ready to go. Rubbing his hands gleefully, Mustafa led them out of the royal tent through a double line of the mudger guard to the great iron enclosure that surrounded his kingdom. The lions were snarling and quarreling among themselves, but as soon as Mustafa came in sight, They began calling him names and screaming for their dinner. "'Be quiet, my little pets,' chuckled the monarch of Mudge good-naturedly. "'This is not dinner, only a silly wizard.' "'Give us the boy, then,' roared the largest of the lions, licking his chops. "'Give us the boy!' roared all the other lions immediately. Notta and Bob-Up!' stared at mustafa's pets in horror and disbelief for neither had in their lives ever heard a lion talk before bob especially was terribly dismayed by the personal nature of their conversation but while they were still trembling two heavy doors were slipped through the bars about five feet apart making a safe and narrow passageway through the enclosure the gates on the inside and outside of the enclosure were unlocked, and Mustafa waved imperiously for them to go. This, Nota and Bob lost no time in doing. "'Remember,' called Mustafa, warningly as they scurried through, "'if you run away instead of hunting for the cowardly lion, I shall know of it. When a messenger disobeys me, my magic ring turns black.' If it turns black, I shall know you are deceiving me, and in that case—' Mustafa held up his thumb so that Nata could see his ring. "'In that case I shall take it off, and if I take it off you will both turn as blue as my whiskers, and find yourselves unable to move until you decide to do as I have commanded. Goodbye, my chalk-faced wizard. A pleasant journey and a swift return notta was too shocked and astounded to answer grasping bob up more firmly than before he rushed out the iron gate and off through a field of blue daisies until the dreadful roaring of the lines of mudge could no longer be heard oh, and this Puffed the clown at last, sinking down under a great tree. Oh, this is what comes of trying to be funny. Oh, never try to be funny, my boy. No, sir, answered Bob, staring anxiously over his shoulder to see whether any of Mustafa's lions had followed them. End of chapter four.